What is going on, guys? Robbie here from the Big Red Express. Hope you are doing well. I'm actually doing pretty good myself. Can you believe it's already December? Man, this year has flown by in moments, and it's also stood still in moments. And I was thinking about this the other day, and it's crazy to think everything that life has thrown at all of us. With the pandemic, no matter where you live in the world, you've had to deal with this. No matter where you live in the U.S., you've probably been affected by this one way or the other. Whether you've known somebody or known multiple people who have had COVID or who have died from COVID, it is a serious thing, and that's kind of made 2020 suck even more. And, you know, on top of things, obviously all the the celebrities that have passed away this year. And it just kind of makes you think about how grateful I am personally to, to have an avenue to, to be able to speak my mind, to be able to talk about what I love. We've been getting some awesome feedback from Sports Talk. We've been getting some awesome feedback from all the episodes that we have been releasing since the CrossFit Games started and before that kind of my preview and my recaps of the CrossFit games and I really appreciate all of you who have been so forthcoming with your opinions with your thoughts with your knowledge of everything that's been going on within CrossFit and I can't thank you enough for everything Um, all the interaction all the kind words If you're listening to this via Apple Podcasts, do us a favor. It helps us out tremendously. Leave us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps us know that you're listening. It continues to help support the podcast, and it really does help help other people find the podcast because if the ratings are high, obviously we can climb up those charts and reach a whole new magnitude of people and go from there it's been a lot of fun like i said i've really enjoyed getting back into the swing of things of recording every single week sometimes i record multiple episodes and i release them every week sometimes i will record it the day of or the day before this gets released and that's just kind of how the cookie is crumbling right now I think right now, just kind of getting back into the swing of things and getting constant contact and and constant content out there for the listeners is important, and we're going to continue to do that as long as we can, as long as we have the avenue to do so. I just renewed my subscription to my podcasting platform, so my episodes will be kind of... As long as I want them to be, I will I will try to keep them under 30 minutes and most of them will probably be under 20 minutes. It's a one man show, so I've got a lot to say, but I talk for a living, so don't blame me. Try to put out about 40 minutes of, of content a week between the sports talk and the CrossFit talk and everything that goes along with that. And it's been a lot of fun. This week we're going to be talking about, as you can probably see in the title of the episode, Sarah Struggles. That's right, the struggles of Sarah Sigmund's daughter 
Someone that has come into the CrossFit Games over the past three years has won the CrossFit Open two of the last three years and really has yet to show herself after her couple second place finishes at the CrossFit Games in years past. And everybody says, hey, this is going to be the year that she breaks out. This is going to be the year that she wins the Open, goes to the CrossFit Games, and continues to dominate. I want to believe it, but I can't. And it sucks because I'm a big fan of Sarah's. I'm a big fan of what she does for the sport. She obviously raises a ton of awareness for the sport. She is one of the more popular athletes in the sport. And when it comes down to it, I think it's good for the sport to have her in the mix at all times. I think it's important for the sport to have her win the Open over and over again. Because it gives you that glimmer of hope that you are asking for saying, oh, well, if anybody can beat Tia, maybe it's Sarah. Unfortunately, we haven't really seen it followed up with great anything. I mean, you got to look at the past four, the past three years. I believe in 2017, uh, Sarah got second at the CrossFit Games, I believe. And in 2018, she placed 21st in the Open and 37th at the Games. I know she was fighting some injuries. Um, in 2019, she finished first in the open and 19th at the games, just missed out on that top 10. Um, it was, it was fun to watch her compete, but again, it it was crazy. The whole format of cutting people after a certain amount of events, you don't really get a good atmosphere of, of how they're going to be able to compete, but 19th nonetheless. And then this year won the open once again. And then was 21st at the CrossFit Games. Didn't even make it to the CrossFit Games final, which I think surprised a lot of people. It it definitely surprised me. I remember looking through the leaderboard after day one and not even seeing Sarah's name on the top 10. Not even seeing her name in the vicinity of making it to the final five. And that raised a lot of red flags. A lot of people said, oh, this is going to be Sarah's year. 2020 is going to be the year where she finally gets out of her funk and finally gets that CrossFit, gets to the CrossFit Games and is able to compete at a high level. We haven't seen that yet from Sarah Sigmund's daughter as of late. And yes, I understand her full career at the CrossFit Games is very impressive. She does have a very good resume when it comes to regionals, when it comes to sanctionals, when it comes to being up in the upper echelon of CrossFit athletes when it comes to the women's side. But there's got to be a time where we sit back and say, hey, are we? is it time to buy? Is it time to sell? And unfortunately, as much as I love Sarah, as much as I wish her well, and I think it's great for the sport if she's up on top of that leaderboard as much as possible, I think it's time to sell on Sarah Sigmund's daughter. I think the future of the sport has kind of moved on 
from Sarah Sigmund's job. That's not saying that she's not going to be up there every single week during the Open. That's not saying that she's not going to be going to the CrossFit Games depending on how things are in the future. I'm not saying any of that. I just don't believe that the time for Sarah Sigmund's daughter to win the CrossFit Games is coming anytime soon because I do believe that the future of the CrossFit Games is so big, is so broad, that I don't know if there's enough room for Sarah Sigmund's daughter. And it, it pains me to say that because, again... I think it's a very good thing to have her constantly in the mix when it comes to the CrossFit Games. She is one of the greatest athletes in the world. But at the end of the day, it seems that when she gets to the Open, she's fine. She can crush the workouts. Who knows how many times she actually does the workouts. But that when it comes to the big stage, other than a couple of years, she doesn't really perform. There's always something that goes wrong, whether it's her training, whether it's her, her body that betrays her, whether it's an injury that flares up. It doesn't matter. It seems like there's always something. And that's one of the things that I think we don't talk about much when it comes to these CrossFit athletes and that's their bodies and how much can their bodies take year after year after year. And that's why I have Ben Smith at in my top three CrossFit athletes of all time because of the longevity that he's had and the ailments that he's had. And I know this because I'm good friends with him. I know what all he's had to go through. I know the struggles. I know the injuries. I know all the pains and aches that he has gone through. And I can only imagine that he's not the only one. And Ben's not even close to being done. But I believe there's got to come a point in time where you ask yourself, hey, is this athlete, do, do they still have it? And who knows what's going to happen with the CrossFit Games moving forward. We don't know if the CrossFit Games format is going to stay the same as it was this past year with kind of part one and then a part two, which was the final five at the ranch. We don't know what's going to happen. And that's okay. I don't think I think there's so many more answers that needs to be that need to be answered before we can specifically say, hey, She's never going to the CrossFit Games again. But this comes into play with, okay, you can do it in the open, which is five weeks of intense, grueling workouts. But for the most part, you can do them as many times as you'd like. You can do it until you have a score that you are happy with. The CrossFit Games and regionals and these type of events you don't have that luxury. You have one shot. That's all you got. And it's important to know that there are people that are just CrossFit Games Open people. There's a lot of them out there. 
who perform very well at the CrossFit Open, and then they get to the CrossFit Games, and it's a whole new ball game. And I'm not saying that Sarah's not one of the fittest women on earth. She is. But I think it's time to sell on the thought that Sarah Sigmund's daughter is going to ever win a CrossFit Games championship. I believe there are so many more athletes that are better than her. I believe there are two athletes in her own country, from her own country, that are better than her currently as things stand. And one of them just had a baby. One of them just podiumed at the CrossFit Games this past year. And they're both two-time champions. I believe that Annie and Katrin are better than Sarah in the large scheme of things. I truly do. And not just because they're in my top five. They're very close to each other in my top five. But I truly believe that Sarah may be maybe the youngest of those three, I believe. I believe she's the youngest. And I believe she's been doing this the least amount of time between the three of them. But I truly believe that she is kind of still in that third place. I know she's moved. I believe she's moved to America. I don't have very close ties with her. But I believe she's moved to America. I believe she's her training is with a lot of people that, you know, train here in America. I, I want to say she maybe even moved to Cooksville. Wouldn't surprise me. It seems like everybody's moving to Cooksville nowadays. And it makes you think, okay, well, something's working because obviously she's competing at a high level and she's placing in the open the way that she most likely wants to obviously you get some pay some payment uh for winning the open and for winning workouts and things of that nature but if it's not gonna pay out in the long run across the games does it really matter i mean the open for the longest time was hey it's just the first step to get your regionals and then a regionals was the determining factor that got you to the games now there's this crazy, there's this fugazi system with sanctionals, with partnered events, with the open, with the top 20, or maybe it's top 30. And then, oh, there's no team events. Oh, well, they need to go this way. And then, oh, are we going to have people that are, would want to go team, go individual now? And that takes spot. Again, it's a fugazi crazy system that the CrossFit games builds their whole mantra around. And I truly do believe that Sarah Sigmund's daughter will most likely be up top in the opens to come. I have no doubt that we will see her name in that top 10 of the leaderboard come the end of the CrossFit games open in 2021. No doubt in my mind. The thing that I do doubt is that can she follow that up? Because this past year, the, the CrossFit Games, part one was a weekend where you had to do all these workouts and you probably didn't have time to do most of them over and over and over. That's the difference between that and the and the Open. Is the Open, you can pretty much slide on through with no hitches 
and make it to the next step, whatever that may be this year. But obviously something's going on. I don't know if it's with her coaching. I don't know if it's just her mentality once she gets to the big stage. It just seems like she doesn't know how to finish once she gets there. And it's so unfortunate because, again, she is one of my favorites. When I talk about CrossFit Games athletes, if you don't mention the three Icelandic women as as three of the top CrossFit athletes on the female side, then you're mistaken. She's always going to be there in the conversation. But I can almost guarantee you she would rather be in the conversation of beating Katrin, of beating Annie. She doesn't want to be the third wheel in the trio. And I don't blame her. I don't. One bit. She deserves the she deserves a lot of credit. But I don't know if it's time to buy. Is it time and that's the question that was today. Is it time to buy her? Would you if you had to pick Sarah Sigma's daughter for the future of the CrossFit games? Are you buying or are you selling? And unfortunately, I'm not buying. I am selling. I think her time is up. I don't even know if her time even came. She had some podium finishes at the CrossFit Games in previous years. She hasn't done much in the last few years. It's unfortunate. I hope I'm wrong. I say this over and over. There is not one CrossFit Games athlete that I strongly dislike. There isn't. So I hope I'm wrong. I hope she crushes the CrossFit Open and then comes out at the CrossFit Games next year and crushes it. I hope she gives Tia a run for her money if she can make it to the Final Five or however they do the CrossFit Games this year. It's good for the sport. The more people challenging Tia the better the sport is. This year's CrossFit Games on both the men and the women's side was boring. The most excited I got this year for the CrossFit Games was in Atlanta when Carrie Pierce absolutely crushed the field. But it wasn't even close. The more times and the more opportunities that we have for somebody to challenge Tia at the top of that leaderboard, it is great for the sport. And I truly, truly hope that Sarah can get back, get out of whatever funk, whatever of the yips that she has once she gets to the CrossFit Games, because she is fantastic. She is an unbelievable athlete. I can't wait to see what she does, but I don't have that much confidence in her right now. The open is five workouts in five weeks. You have pretty much five days to do those workouts and then you're done. So I'm asking you, are you buying or are you selling? 
Do you truly believe that Sarah Sigmund's daughter can make it to the CrossFit Games and compete, have a viable chance to be crowned the fittest woman on earth? I don't believe so. I hope I'm wrong. But as things stand right now, I do not believe so. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you have some other opinions on this. If you do, reach out to me. Let's chat. Let's get you on the podcast to talk about it. We are at the end of 2020. Thank God. 2021 is probably going to be pretty nasty too. At least the beginning of it and most likely the majority of the year. Let's be safe now so we can enjoy things moving forward. I want to have a CrossFit Games in person. I want people to be able to go to Madison, Wisconsin and enjoy the CrossFit Games. I want to be able to go to Madison, Wisconsin and go to the CrossFit Games. Let's all do our part now so we can make that happen. That's it for me for another edition of the Big Red Express. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to discuss it with me, comment in the comments over on Facebook when I post this episode. We will post it the day that it comes out. Leave all your comments, your discussion topics down below, and let's have a great time. I want to get you on the podcast. If you have something to say, if you want to talk about something, let me know. Let's get you on and let's have a ball. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Christmas is right around the corner. If you have any questions of what to get people, I've got them too. Be careful. Wear a mask. We'll talk to you next week. Later, guys.